The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Okay, you hear that music, you know that show. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost there. I'm almost in the Christmas mode and mood with a point where there's no return. I'm just, you know, fat old jolly Santa Claus and just ready to enjoy everything, man. And uh, I hope all of you are as well. You know, Christmas time is it's a t- it's really just a time to be thankful, and there's just so many things in my life that uh, I am thankful for, and um, man, I- I'm just I'm just happy. But uh, again, for those of us out there who um, you know are of a faith of which we uh, believe in, in in the birth of Christ, that's what we need to celebrate. Um, those gifts and all those things, hey, those are you know. It's good to do, but, uh, you know, when people say, hey, you know, it's the thought that counts, yeah, but don't think about giving me no gift. Give me a gift, <laughs> and I will give you a gift. Uh, the gift of love is what should be given this season. Um, love your family. Love your friends. Love what you're, what you're doing. Um, uh, if you're employed or unemployed, just, just, you know, stay in prayer and just appreciate all the things that you have in life, the fact that you have breath. That you can still, you can walk, you can talk, you can see, you can hear. And if you can't do those things, if you're still alive, thank God for that. Um, Because everybody thinks it's a much better life not here on this earth. But very few people are rushing to get to heaven. Or those of you that are going to hell. I think y'all are moving a little faster than we are that's going to heaven. But anyway, heaven, sports is still here. Football is still here. Uh, basketball is here. Um, pretty soon, baseball will be coming. Um, but it's it's you know a lot's going on, man. A lot's going on. I tell you what, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to be an NFL coach. I, you know, I might want to be an assistant coach, but I don't know if I want to be an NFL coach right about this time of the year, especially when you're not sure if your job is on the line or not. Holiday season coming up. You're not sure if your job is on the line. You might be, you know, you probably going to get fired. You may, you know, you may be on a team. You may be coaching a team next year. There's some players right now, you know, ball players. You know, hey, you may be on a team next year. You may not be on a team. You know, the ball player is different than the coaches. Um, I would say that for the ball player, your predicament that of what you're in, I, I think that perhaps you are in more control of it than the coach. 
because I think a coach is, although if he's not the GM, he's probably got to play with the players that he that he has that they bring in the scouting department and 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 of course the uh, the GM what they bring in. But a player, once they bring you in, man, you're in control. You got to make it happen. So so any of the players who this time of the year are uncertain about their jobs um, for the previous year, I mean, for the next year to come, that's that's your fault. That's your fault. You, your, your job should be secure. You should be making, you know, long-term plans. Long-term plans in sports and football, that's like two or three years. It's probably two. Three is, you know, three if you, if you got a three-year contract. But you should be making some long-term plans. There's a lot of stuff going on out there in sports, period. You know, there's people getting sued for snowball incidents. <laughs> you know, uh, I think that was uh, Sean Ellis. I saw that out someplace out there, I think, you know. Um, some other things going on with Roger Goodell. Now, I, okay, I, I just want to, and again, understand I'm from this fraternity. So I'm, I'm looking out for my fraternity brothers. But I'm just looking for a little consistency. I am going to tell you, that in my mind, you know, there's, I'm, I'm going to go into this Brett Favre rant for a minute here. <laughs> Brett Favre is, uh, is deserving of certain things that he gets on the football field. Um, he gets respect from his teammates. He gets respect from coaches. He gets respect from owners and fans. And he's earned that based upon his play on the football field. But I don't think he's earned the right to be judged different than other players when there are issues at hand of which could affect if he's going to be a part of a team or if he's going to be suspended from a team. Now, the circumstances surrounding these things that allegedly happened between him and a former employee of the Jets, I think Commissioner Goodell it moved way too slow on making a determination of what he's going to do. Now, to say that he's going to make a determination of what he's going to do with Brett at the end of the football season, Brett is going to retire. Brett is not going to let that man, you know, make a decision for him that Brett only makes for himself. And that's if he's going to play or not. Because if you don't think that Brett's the only person who makes that decision, if he's going to play or not, all you got to do is sit down in front of the TV on a game day when Brett's team is playing, and you'll find out Brett makes those decisions. It surely happened last night because nobody thought Brett Favre was going to start that football game last night. Brett said he didn't even know until he woke up and, you know, then he decided to go down to the field a little early and make a few throws, and, and then he decided that he was going to play. Now, he was, you know, you have to report injuries to the league, and you have to do it. And if you don't, then there's consequences, fines. And if the injury report says that a person's out, out means not playing, will not play, out. If there's a chance that you possibly may play, then you're probable. But if you're out, you're out. Brett made a decision he was in, so he's in, so he played last night. I guess Brett has made a decision that he's going to play as long as he wants to play, and that Commissioner Goodell's good with that. Because the commissioner told me that told all of us that you know he was going to move with this thing he's going to move cautiously but he was going to move it and he was going to make some decisions on this on this thing with Brett and these allegations 
and now it was when the season's over with. That to me, that's a pass that Brett did not earn. He's earned the respect of everything else that I gave him. You know his props that he did earn it, and even acknowledge who he earned it. You know who who will acknowledge. Yes, you earned it. So I'll give that to you. Coaches, players, fans, referees. But commissioner, he's like everybody else. He's not earned a pass on some allegations of which you've investigated other people for doing things less than this. You know, hell, somebody can, for uh, on a football field, you, well, it's part of the rules. Yeah, you, you know, excessive celebration gets you fine. You know, you hit somebody, you're trying to make a tackle the way you've been trained to tackle people your entire life, and you, you're taking 25000 50000 I don't know, a lot of money away from players for doing that. But when it comes to the situation with you know, putting this thing to rest as it relates to Brett Favre and supposedly his, these allegations about him and this young lady, you're, you're shying away from that. And, and, and everybody thinks you, 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 you boo-booed that one. You poo-pooed that one real bad. And, and you showed some preferential treatment to a person of which he hasn't earned that right. Be, because, you know, you don't earn that right to do those things. And I believe that, and I said this before, Brett feels like he's a grown-ass man. He can do what he wants. He wants to do. Um, I believe that if that's the case, if you want to let him because he's a grown ass man to do what he wants to do, then let the rest of the guys be grown men and do what they want to do. As long as it's within the law. And I don't think what Brett did was uh, broke the law. But but you're the commish. You, you got your own laws. And, and so that's what I want to do. I want you to be consistent with the laws of which you've made up of what you've implemented within this thing that you, this big monster that you control called the NFL, I just want you to be consistent with that. Now, since I'm on Roger Goodell, what I want you to be consistent with, too, I got a person here who, who, who works with me who, who says, that, listen, you're inconsistent with what you're allowing your referees to do as well. You're allowing your referees to treat, you know, mobile quarterbacks um, different than pocket quarterbacks. And, and for the life of me, I don't know why that is. You know, there should be nobody whose health, the benefit of their health to their team is any different than the benefit and the health of somebody else to their team. It, it, it certainly benefits the New England Patriots when Tom Brady's in the game. It, it, it certainly benefits the Minnesota Vikings if Brett Favre is in the game. It, you know, Big Ben being in the game, you know, for the Steelers, hey, that's a great thing. Michael Vick, we don't, everybody knows that Michael Vick just changes the football game when he's there. So if you're going to protect one quarterback, you've got to protect them all. And see, that's the problem with all this thing is just going too far to try to protect one position. Listen, in my mind, you could eliminate all this stuff about protecting quarterbacks. Let the quarterback throw the ball away any damn time he wants to. Don't tell the quarterback you've got to be outside the pocket. In order to throw the ball away. Hell, it's the quarterback that's in the pocket who is sitting there like a lame duck just waiting to be, you know, assassinated, you know, and can't throw the ball away and stop people from hitting them because it's, it's going to cost them, you know, 15 yards. Hell, I never understood why the rule was ever implemented that you can't throw the ball away unless you're outside the pocket. What what the hell does that do? What is that all about? Could somebody please explain to me. Well, Ray... The fact is, if, if, if they, you know, if they throw the ball away when they're in the pocket, 
the defensive linemen get frustrated because they can't make a sack. And, you know, and the game is all about the defensive linemen making a sack. Get the hell out of here. You want to protect the quarterback, tell him he can throw the ball away anytime he wants to. That will save them. I think that's the answer. It's not, it's not complicated to me. That, that's the Of all the problems in the NFL, I don't know how to tell someone or teach someone because I don't know how to do it myself. How to tackle without using their helmet. I, I, don't, I don't know how to do that. I, I can't. I don't know how you do that. I, I, I can't do that. I was a professional at one time. I got paid to do it. I, I got paid to. I'm going to tell you how the man told me, listen, don't worry about covering. Many and Hanford will cover. We, we pay Hanford Dixon and Frank Manyfield to cover. We pay you to hit. So you just hit. So, I, so you, you're trying to eliminate me from the game, from the sport, because I, I can't hit anymore. So now, you know, I can't play anymore. Okay? So, listen, I, I've got an answer for one thing for sure in pro football, and that is this. If you want to save your quarterback, if you want to prevent him from getting hurt, getting injured, allow that quarterback to throw the damn ball away. Michael Vick probably wouldn't have to scramble as much as he has to if he could throw the ball away. You know, and then you won't hit him 10 yards out of bounds. You know, Big Ben won't have to take those shots after the ball's out of his hand. You know, if you let him throw the ball away earlier, as opposed to he won't hold on to it as long as he does. But anyway, I just had to get that together because my man Scotty said, Ray, you know, do me a favor. On the show, can you address these things? It's really bothering me that the commission is not consistent what he allows his referees to do on the field in terms of protecting some and overexposing others. They're all multi-million dollar investments. Protect your investment. Come on, man. That only, that's the right thing to do. So I gave you the answer to that. I got to give you some answers to some other things as we come back. Just want to give a shout out to those people out there at School of Legends. Check it out, schooloflegends.com. You'll find a whole lot of current NFL players there. You could be all about social media. You know it. So, so just check that out. I think I got to take a break here. You know, I may have some music in my ear. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. It does not look like Christmas out here, y'all. It's a little dark and gloomy. Ain't no snow. Something wrong. Santa can't come, ain't no snow. <laughs> we'll be back after this break. Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. 
You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Alrighty, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And uh, let me just say a little bit about a little bit more about Brett Favre. I, I just want to close this out with with Brett Favre. And you know, Brett again, Brett decides when Brett's going to play, and nobody else. Okay, but Brett decided he's going to play last night. And and here's the thing about it. You know, I've always said that I think that. An athlete, as long as he can perform at the highest level, he should be given that opportunity. You know, it's one of those things where you hear guys when they're done with the game, they always talk about it. Listen, you know, if if I could give, I give my left one and my right one if I could just get out there and play one more play. You know, very few people get a chance to walk away from the game, you know, on their own terms. Most of the times the game forces you out. I think somebody said it best. Somebody said, uh, you know, you play the game, don't let the game play you. Something similar to that. And and so we a lot of us get played by the game. We don't we play the game, but the game plays us too. And and, and so in, in Brett's particular case, I'm happy that Brett, you know, we always talk about giving hundred and ten percent, giving her all at all times. That's what Brett Favre did last night. I mean, Brett Favre basically said, you know, guys, listen, if I, well, let's read. If I got to limp out there, I'm going to limp out there and, and give it my best and give it a go. I mean, remember now, LaDainian Tomlinson, LaDainian, Tom, LaDainian Tomlinson, a couple years ago, when the Chargers was in the AFC playoff game, may have been a championship game, and LaDainian didn't go back in. And, 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 and Phillip Rivers gave it his best. And they both probably needed a few shots to, to even, you know, try to finish. But there was some concerns about Ladanian's toughness and his commitment to the team because he didn't go out there and get carried off the field. That we kind of have that mentality. Some athletes today are a little bit different. And I'm gonna give, I'm, hey, I'm gonna give it up to Ricky Waters. Rick, Ricky was generations ahead of everybody else. And to everybody else, it might have been funny back at the time. But Ricky, today, if you if you were to, 
put Ricky and drop him into today's game, he's fit in perfectly. Because Ricky understood. It was the end of the game. The game was, you know, the game was over with. Somebody threw a ball and it was out of his reach. But at the same time, if he would have reached for it, somebody may have took, taken him out at that time because there was no such thing as an unprotected player. And so Ricky's thing was like, for who, for what? The game is over. You know, it's another game. I'm going to play another. I may play some more games if I don't reach my arm up there like that. But if I reach my arm up there, he don't take me out. So Ricky was like, for who, for what? For who, for what fits today? The athletes today can say, yeah, I felt, man, didn't you see him coming? He's going to take, I fell down. What am I going to stand up for and take that hit? For who, for what? So it makes sense. But Brett Favre, Brett Favre is like, you know, right now, some other players might have said, for who, for what? You know, Brett doesn't have anything to play for in that game last night. No more records were going to be accomplished. He'd already missed a game. There was not anything he could have done last night other than to give those people who are season ticket holders in Minnesota, the people who want to see, you know, there's a lot of people out there that love Brett Favre, that want to see him play. I mean, the man threw a touchdown pass. Let's not forget there are people out there that just love Brett Favre. And so for those people out there, Brett did what he should have done. It's like, can I play? And if I can play, I will play. And if I can't play, I won't play. And if I can't play, the only way they're going to get me off the field is they come get me. I'm not so sure that's not the Brett Favre that we wanted to see for the last play. The last play that Brett had, Brett didn't leave the field. You came and got him. You carried him off the field. You helped him off the field. Now, okay, that's old school football there. You know, that, that's a guy who is, you know, he's not going to leave the game with any regrets. If he doesn't play another game, doesn't play another down, it's like, hell, man, well, the last time I was on the field, they carried me off. All of you talk about that, well, I, that's what they did. That's the only, I, wasn't, I was not coming off the field. I wasn't ready. It's got to be out of your blood. And then every now and then something will happen. Now, Brett, what Brett is going to do, I, it, it, by the way, if I'm being distracted, I got this yard barker on here. And yard barker got something on his site sometimes that you just don't need to see while you're trying to do a show. So let me get this off the screen here. But, but hey, man, Brett, Brett set it straight for all of us. He set it straight that, listen, there are still some players out here in today's generation of ball. Brett's over a couple different generations. Of, but, but Brett, he's letting you know, listen, man. I'm still going to give it all to you. I'm going to give you your, every dime you paid me. I'm going to give you your dime's worth. And so, Brett, for that, I, I, wa- I want to thank you for that. Because I know when I left, you know, you know, I was injured. I couldn't do it again. I didn't know. But, but, but then there's some things I want to say. And, and, and I want to move over to the Indian, Indianapolis Colts. And I don't care if you got your best wide receiver in the world. There are some times where medical decisions need to be taken out of the hands of players. You can't get a guy who consistently gets concussions and you can't allow him to keep playing the game when you tell me that you are doing what's best for player safety. Now, some of us are more susceptible to, to concussions than others. They get multiple concussions. You, that young man, I'm sorry, and uh, right now number 17, just, I'm having a football moment, can't think of his name right now. He can't play for the Indianapolis Colts or any other NFL team anymore. He has a career-ending injuries, multiple concussions. That's enough to say, okay, it's not worth it. 
I mean, he, it's a concussion. I don't, it could be brain damage next. I'm sure a concussion is, you know, to some degree, some fraction, a damage, a little damage to the brain, a little tissue every now and then, you know, it's, you know, being banged around. So Indianapolis coach, you got to make a decision now. What's best for the player? You, you have doctors that are on staff, that are, that are independent, that, that are supposed to look out what's best for an athlete. And when you see a young man laying on the ground the way he, you know, and, and again, these are not hard hits. Somebody's got, some, one, one day somebody's going to say, you know, I was listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. And Ray brought something to my attention that I had to investigate it a little bit further. And after doing that, we came up with this conclusion, that the helmets have been compromised. I don't care what anybody tells me. All you got to do is just do the history and just just look back. Go, even go to the NFL's greatest hits. You can go to some of the NFL's greatest hits and look at some of those hits. That those, some of those guys got up from those hits and some of those guys didn't. But look at the amount of impact and how hard those hits were. And then you compare it to what's happening today. Now, if you're telling me there was a tremendous amount of force behind the hit that which the young man absorbed, in some, no. He didn't get hit hard. As a matter of fact, I was wondering, why, what's he laying on the field for? He barely got hit. The helmets. It's the helmets. I'm telling you, it is the helmets. If it were me, and I, I do have a say, so I'll, I'll, I'll mention it to some people, but, you know, we need to start looking at those. Com- I, they at least need to be held liable. I don't care if you got a little disclaimer on the back of your helmet. No. You, if, if I can compare your helmet today to a helmet that was made five years ago, and that helmet that was made five years ago, in fact, is a better and a safer helmet than the helmet you're doing today. Somebody needs to be sued. It's just it's so scary just to watch these people. You should see these people in the stands. You should see the looks on the faces of the people in the stands when you see players laid out on the field, particularly if they know it's a player who just had a concussion the week before and the week before. You know, I don't I don't want it to happen. But one of those players is going to lay down there one time and they ain't going to get up. That's not a good thing. You know, I don't know about many of you, but if you've got a child out there that plays football, it is the scariest thing in the world to see something like that happen. So here's what it is. There's, and I've said this before. There is no endorsement money that is enough to make you compromise the safety of players. So I just had, I had to say that, and I want to move on, but I, I, want, I wanted to say that because I'm just, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, it makes me not want to watch football. It's just scary. Because, see, I can only imagine what those guys are going to look like, you know, 20 years from now with all the injuries that they had. That's just not a good thing. But I'm going to tell you what I want to talk about. I want to talk about it for, you know, I got two minutes left in this segment. I may want to talk about this for the the rest of the entire show, but I'm not going to do that. I, I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't talk about Michael Vick the rest of the entire show. Why would I do that? Right now, to me, he's only the most valuable player in football. Why would I do that? Why would I talk about the most valuable player in football the entire half of my show? I mean, is he, he's not just the most valuable player of his team. He's the most valuable player of the league. Now, you know my position. He should win the Super Bowl if he wants to be the most valuable player of the league. That's what I think should happen. I think he can. 
I think this team can win the most valuable player. I think, I'm sorry, I think Mike can win the most valuable player. I think the team can win the Super Bowl. Mike is a part of that team. But certainly, I will say this to you. It helps when you got people like Deshaun Jackson on your team. It helps when you got a coach like Andy Reid at the helm. Andy Reid is in that locker room after the game. Andy Reid, his, his whole life has been turned around. He's been reached. Michael Vick has breathed life back into the body of Andy Reid. Andy Reid doesn't start eating again like he used to be. He's so happy. Mike Vick has just been, Philadelphia is happy. It's a happy city again. It's a city of brotherly love. People all over the world are talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Why? Mike Vick. Come on. Jump on the bandwagon now. There's still some room. There's a, there's a lot of room in the corner over there right there. Jump on that. All you Cowboy fans, jump on that. Giants, j- jump on that bandwagon. There's room. Mike just told me to let y'all know. Hey, shout out, D-Jack. Shout out, man. Keep doing your thing. Okay, I got that music. I got to take a break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. The next half of my show going to be all about Mike Vick. I don't care what y'all say. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mike. Thank you, man. The Giants. Putting them pictures of them dogs on that newspaper up there in New York. New York Post. Yeah, I'm calling you out. We'll be back. Mike Vick. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
Get ready for a show that's going to take it to the next level of sports talk. Get ready for Sean Salisbury, unfiltered. He's got 12 years of broadcast experience as an analyst for ESPN Sports Center and NFL Live. And he has 10 years experience as a player with the Seahawks, Colts, Vikings, and Chargers, as well as the Winnipeg Blue Bombers of the CFL. You'll hear the truth and not the sidelines. Sean Salisbury, unfiltered. Is not for the faint of heart. Tune in every weekday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Coastalcoastmixtapes.com. Too. Great music right there. Appreciate that, fellas. Keep that music coming all the time. It sounds good. I like it. But uh, let me get into a little bit of what I don't like. I do not like. I said I was going to talk about Mike Vick the second half of the show. But, you know, talking about Donovan McNabb is a little bit like talking about Mike Vick because Donovan helped Vick get into Philadelphia. But right now, Donovan is in Washington, D.C., and Donovan ain't real happy. And, yeah, I said ain't. He ain't happy. And the reason why is this man has been nothing but a professional his entire career. At least you can give him a little bit of professional courtesy. That's his two times in a row. I think Donovan was someplace with the family when he found out that the Eagles had traded him to the Washington Redskins. Now, I don't know because I ain't got the report back yet, but Kwame, tell me something, okay? But listen, Donovan didn't know he was going to be benched. Now, come on now. The man deserves something like that because if nothing else, you at least want the man to support the person who's going to go in. That's one thing that you want to do. You want to support your teammate when he goes in for whatever reason. Now, I, I remember there was a time when some stuff like that happened to me. Not that I was benched, but that I was, got a chance to start. And I came in the locker room. I found out from some other people. You, you know, different people handle things differently. But it's okay to, 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 to take a, a little bit of professional courtesy and add it to the mix when you're about to make a decision that's going to affect somebody, perhaps maybe emotionally. Professionally, yes, you've kind of disrupted, you know, his little his thing about you know being a starter quarterback, starting quarterback, you know, that's been disrupted. You know, uh, the chemistry of the team, perhaps maybe some people they don't know if Donovan knows if he doesn't know. You know, what did Donovan do to really be benched? Is, are you saying that Donovan's the reason we're not winning? You know, Donovan McNabb still has a lot in his tank. I mean, all you got to do is just look at some quarterbacks or some teams that don't have a quarterback. And you'll understand that, oh, wow, yes. Donovan McNabb still has a lot in his tank. And Donovan McNabb could possibly end up home, his offseason home here in Arizona as a quarterback, as a quarterback to perhaps maybe mentor, you know, the quarterback of the future of this franchise. Or, you know, they may want to run that gas out the tank and just put him under the helm. You got Larry Fitzgerald. I can tell you this. Donovan McNabb and Larry Fitzgerald is a team to be reckoned with. Because I'm telling you this, Larry Fitzgerald can stretch the field. Donovan McNabb probably throws the deep ball as good as anybody. He can put some air up under that and Larry can run up under it and go get it. Something else that Donovan can do. You know, Donovan has been times 
uh, his, his accuracy has been questioned. But when Donovan is hot and his accuracy is in the higher percentage, ooh, he's dangerous because Donovan got a strong arm. And, and I, I think that could be a good match for him. Now, shout out to Beanie Wells. Beanie, Beanie, man, I got my boys out there. Man, Beanie hanging out at the Waffle House. Beanie Wells is keeping it real. I want all you people out there to understand. Beanie Wells can eat any place he wants to eat. I understand homeboy was at the Waffle House last night and didn't hold back. Got some grids, got a few other things. But Beanie keeping it real. Beanie, we need you to put the hammer down. You know, some people think Beanie might need to put on a little bit more weight. You know, to get back to be that bruising running back he used to be. Listen, I just want Beanie to do whatever he needs to do. Get Beanie back the way he used to be. He's still there. They didn't drop a whole lot of balls. They ain't put it on the ground too many times this year. You know, he got high tower. I like him. There's a change of pace. You know, you got that the receiving that dual threat. Preston's still doing well. You know, Larry Fitzgerald, you got a nice tight end. Listen. We got to get the Cardinals, I'm saying we, because I live here now. The Cardinals got to do something where they've got to build this offense back to be in a high-powered offense. And that defense, all those people that you lost, all that aggression you lost, you got to get that back. Donovan McNabb might be able to help you do that. Because Donovan's been disrespected. Let him come home. Don't retire here. Come home, get this team back in the playoffs, and then, you know, maybe go to a Super Bowl and then retire. You won't have to go too far. You can drive home and retire. Drive from practice, you know, drive from the game, retire. You're good. Get your Super Bowl. But Donovan's been disrespected. Don't appreciate the fact that the quarterback of this caliber is being disrespected. It kind of ties into, you know, how Commissioner Goodell, this professional courtesy that's being showed to, to Brett Favre, you know, and Donovan McNabb is getting the, the disrespect treatment from the organization in Washington, D.C., you know, it should be consistent across the board with everything that we do. It should be consistent across the board. Now, if, if that's going to happen, don't know if Donovan is going to end up here in Arizona. That would be a professional courtesy for Donovan because he lives here. Is that going to happen? I don't know. But I, I think he deserves if Brett can decide when he's going to play. Now, Donovan's not Brett. Don't get me wrong. Brett has won a Super Bowl championship. Brett's been MVP. You know, Donovan's come up a little short on a couple things, but Donovan deserves some professional courtesy at this time. No doubt he's, he's earned some professional courtesy, and I'm talking about from what he's done on the field. So, you know, that ties, that's an extension of my Mike Vick thing. I told you I was going to talk about Mike Vick this whole second half, and Donovan is, you know, he was uh, his mentor. And Donovan may end up in Arizona as a mentor to somebody else or as the starting quarterback. But let me talk a little bit about Mike Vick. I mean, come on, Mike Vick, you know, don't, I told you a long time ago, we're not going to call it a comeback, you know, and, and let's not call Mike Vick an athlete that's playing quarterback. Michael Vick is a quarterback. You know, I don't know why people, you know, want to redefine quarterback, the quarterback position, when there's different people that are, you know, excelling at that position, but they're using all the physical attributes that they have. That's a complete quarterback. A quarterback, when you're a kid, most of the times when you're playing Pop Warner, the best athlete on the field is a quarterback. Because the ball's in his hands every play. So that's the reason why you put the ball in his hands is because that person can make something happen when there is nothing else to happen. 
you know, in terms of improvise, they can create something out of nothing. That's why you give that football, you put that football in the hands of that quarterback. And Michael Vick has allowed us to see the game as a kid's game all over again, where the, where the best athlete on the field is at the quarterback position. He can run. He can throw. He can extend the play. You know, he can read the defense. He can do everything. And the ball is in his hands to make that decision as to what's the best thing to do for the offensive side of the ball. Now, that's a quarterback. That's, that's what you want in your quarterback, somebody who knows his plays, somebody who can read the defenses, somebody who can make the right decisions, somebody who can extend the play, somebody who can throw the ball, and if he has to, somebody who can run the ball. Now, if you, were, if you had a quarterback who could do all those things or some of those things, which one would you take? You would take the one who could do all those things. That's what Michael Vick can do. So we're not simply redefining the position of quarterback. What we're doing is we finally have a quarterback at the position who can do everything that a quarterback is supposed to do. And he's doing that. And why is that something that's just so odd to a lot of people out there? It's because they haven't seen that. Let's go back to Steve Young. Steve Young was a quarterback that could do all things. And I don't like left-handed quarterbacks at all, period. I probably wouldn't want Steve Young to be my quarterback just because I just can't get over the left-handed thing. You know, but Steve is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Steve Young could do everything. He could throw the ball. He could run the ball. He knew all the defense. He knew all the reads. He could extend the play. You know, Steve Young could do it. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He won Super Bowls. So, listen, let's not redefine the position of quarterback. Let's understand the fact that we, we have a complete quarterback in Michael Vick. And, and what he did off the field has nothing to do with it. You, you don't take that in consideration now when you're considering your MVP. You, you, what you take in consideration is wins and losses and what he does and what he adds to his team and what he adds to the league. How does he, what's his impact on the league? What's his impact of a game when he's playing against other teams? How hard is it to prepare for him? What are the results, what do they usually end up being? Michael Vick one-on-one with a player. Anytime you see a game and you see Michael Vick break out of the pocket and he's one-on-one with an athlete, I don't care, corner, safety, linebacker, D-line, D-line ain't going to be there. They got left back at the line of scrimmage. It, it, it's, Mike puts him at a disadvantage because he's a better athlete. And so, that, again, Going back to what I said, the best athlete on the field, on the offensive side of the ball, used to be your quarterback. Some, now that athlete is sometimes your wide receiver, sometimes your running back. But Mike Vick has now brought it back to where it should be, that the best athlete on the football field, on the offensive side of the ball, is the quarterback. And he's making the decisions. And I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for, man, Big Andy. I'm happy because Andy Reid deserves to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And Andy Reid has a chance now because he took a chance on Mike Vick. Andy Reid, and you know, when he was playing the Giants, I bet you anybody except Andy Reid was kind of like, everybody else was kind of like mesmerized. Is this really happening? Not for, not for Andy Reid. Andy Reid was like, yeah, this this is what I get Mike Vick for. Don't y'all understand? This is what I saw. This is a, I'm a, I'm 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 just I'm in my alter ego now. I'm Andy Reid. 
I'm speaking to the listeners out there. This is what I saw in Mike Vick. This is why I wanted Mike Vick to be my quarterback. Because I knew Michael Vick could come in and take a game. He could, he's a game changer. You know, he's the kind of guy when the game is on the line, you want the hands, you want the ball in his hands. He's the Michael Jordan of, of football right now. He's a guy with there's no question who's going to have the ball. He's going to make the right decision. If he's got to pass it because somebody else, because he just can't get out of it, he can't make it happen, he'll make that decision. I feel good with Michael Vick at the helm right now. I think Mike could take us all the way. No doubt about Is there a question, sir, your question? Mike can take us all the way. What do I mean by that? I think Mike can take us to the Super Bowl, and we can win it. And then finally, all you people out here who didn't think that Donovan and I were good enough, like to see what you have to say about once Mike and I bring the trophy back. Perhaps maybe then I can get in the Hall of Fame. That's my uh, best version I could do of Andy Reid. But that's the answer to the question. Michael Vick, complete quarterback, knows it all, does it all, gets it done. Takes the Eagles. They win the NFC East. I think they, uh, they, do, they do it all. But we're going to talk about that because I got some music. I got to take a break. I'm going to keep talking about Michael Vick because it's all about Mike right now. You want to be like Mike? All he does is win, win, win. <laughs> take a break. We'll be back. Go up. And they stay there. And they say yeah. And they say there. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Fantasy Sports is where the action really is. Over 40 million people play Fantasy Sports, but rarely do they get to quiz the experts. Fantasy Insights is the name and the game. Tune in every week as Dish Adams and his guests clue you in on the fantasy football game, what's happening on and off the field, and how it will affect your fantasy team. These experts aren't just beat writers assigned to fantasy football. They live and breathe the game. Tune in to Fantasy Insights with Dish Adams every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Every Monday, tune in after the weekend games for Locker Room Views with Arturo Freeman. It's a sports show that'll keep you talking. We'll go inside the minds and lives of world-class athletes and hear about their views, opinions, and life experiences about the world of sports. Your host, former NFL great Arturo Freeman, will present an action-packed hour every single week. Arturo Freeman, Locker Room Views, is live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get the inside scoop on the Georgia Bulldogs. Tune in to Keelan Johnson on College Football Game Day on the radio and every day on KeelanJohnson.com. On Keelan's Keeping It Real Radio, you can talk to Keelan and his former teammates about the Bulldogs, college football, and all things sports. Keelan's the go-to analyst for Bulldog football on pre- and post-game television on KeelanJohnson.com. And now, every week on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in every college game day for Keelan Johnson, Keeping It Real Radio. Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
righty, we're back. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. It matters to me that it is Christmas time. And I, I want to just break down and just bring, you know, sing some, you know, bring some OJs, you know, to the mic or, or some temptation or some whispers, some old school, you know, uh, some boys, the men, old school Christmas songs. I just want to just, hey, if we can close out on some of that, y'all find some of that old school, you know, boys, the men, temptations or, uh, you know, whispers, you know, Christmas. Oh, yeah. Anything, you know. The Christmas song, you know, or just just give me something if you can find it. But but let me tell you who gave somebody something this past weekend is the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, uh, hey, the Kansas City Chiefs, they snuck up on us all at the very beginning of the year. They snuck up on us at the beginning of the year. We were like, you know, people were talking about, you know, you know, who's for real and who's not for real. You know, who's a pretender and, and who's not a, you know. Kansas City Chiefs is for real. Kansas City Chiefs are for real. So I, yeah, I'm, 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 I like what I'm seeing with the Chiefs. I like everything I'm seeing with the Chiefs. Now, am I ready to pull them out the hat and say they're going to be the AFC team to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl? I'm not ready to say that yet because we got somebody like Tom Brady up there, you know, uh, in New England. But Kansas City looks good. And Kansas City, you know, they, they went into St. Louis and they got a game out of it. Win. That's all. You got to win in December. You you cannot lose in December and expect, you know, consistently. There's about four games in December. Those four games, you need to win at least three out of four. I don't think unless you way ahead of everybody, you don't need to be going 50-50 in the month of December. Win two, lose two. And that's not going to work too much for you. You know, Buffalo, you know, you know, went into Miami, got a victory. Miami really couldn't afford to lose that game. You know, if Miami wants, you know, Mathematically, I think they possibly could have a, still have a chance, but they may they might be out they might be out of it, you know. But certainly that that didn't do them any good at all, you know. To let you know Buffalo come in there and and steal one, so you know that's just that's just not working for for Miami and you know. And I like Miami at the beginning of the year. I I really did. I thought Miami was going to be able to do something uh, at the beginning of the year, but you know they still you know they're up there in, in the division with the Jets. And with the Patriots, and that's what's that's what's hurting them. So, um, mathematically, they may be able to make it, but I'm not sure. They might still be in a wild card race. But yeah, let's go on. Let's talk about Houston and Tennessee. Again, I'm sure everybody thought that that was that was Houston's game. If Houston, if they wanted to do anything in terms of, you know, try, you know, to, you know, make a playoff run, and you know, not that they were, you know, really in in contentions because they in last place anyway, but just to spoil somebody else's, you know, opportunity to make it to the playoff. They, they didn't do it. You know, so we don't know what kind of team Houston's, you know, what the identity of the team is. We don't know. You know, it, they're just, they're disappointing. They disappoint us. Every time we want to get excited about them, they disappoint us. Um, Jacksonville, Indiana, you know, again, the only thing I'm concerned about over there in Indiana is, listen, the coach, you got a wide receiver who should not play pro football anymore. You know, bottom line. Philadelphia Eagles went up there, you know, they did their thing. Mike Vick, all day long. Detroit, you know, Detroit, <laughs> spoilers, again, spoiling things for Tampa Bay. Uh, Dallas, you know, got a victory over Washington. Of course, come on, Donovan didn't start. So, okay, it's, it's the backup quarterback. I know you're playing with a backup quarterback, but he's been on the field for a few games. Baltimore, don't mess with Ray Ray. Baltimore, listen, New Orleans, 
come on. Don't go can't go half, you know, not not against Baltimore. You gotta bring everything you got because even if Ray ain't making the plays, Ray's gonna fire his boys up to make the plays. Arizona I don't even want to talk about the Cardinals. Cleveland, man, I y'all did that thing to uh T.O. and for T.O., I mean, his, is his career going to be over with? I don't know. But we, we talking about Brett Favre, we might have seen the last game that T.O. might play in his career, too. And unfortunately, you know, T.O. did well. T.O. could possibly. Uh, we got to check the stats. Uh, the Pro Bowl already should be coming off. It hasn't come out. T.O. may make the Pro Bowl. Uh, Atlanta and uh, the Seahawks. Atlanta looks strong. That's the only thing that Mike Vick is concerned about right now. But don't you think that's the game that Mike wants to see in the NFC Championship? Don't you think that's the team he wants to see line up against him? NFC Championship game, the Eagles and the Falcons? Man. Okay. Um, Denver, again, I, I'm, I'm not going to give Denver any props right now because my man Josh is not there anymore. And uh, Oakland went in there and, you know, did what they were supposed to do anyway. Oakland got it done. Uh, Green Bay and New England, uh, I, I know you listen, your quarterback's out, but if you're back up, he's got to step up. he got to get it done, um, and they didn't get it done, so New England's just continuing to look like New England. Tom Brady looks like Tom Brady, and they're looking really good right about now. Uh, Chicago, well, they were the first ones to put the hats on that I saw, and so congratulations to them. Um, they won that division. It's theirs to to win. Um, and uh, they won it. They won it, so they're in the playoffs now. And 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 I told you guys at the beginning of the year. I I, I told Dez. I said, Dez, man, you guys look good. I'm not just trying to say that because you're doing a show with us. You got, they look good. And 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 so they did look. They, they look good. And uh, want to compliment them on that. And uh, okay, so let me let me let me go over some of the games this week real fast because I just. I've been um, I've been, been a, a little bit, you know, reluctant to try to make predictions because come on, man, nobody knows, you know, who's going to do what. You have an you have an idea, but you know, since this is a Christmas week, you know, there's going to be some people who packed up some stuff and they ready to go home. You know, um, Pittsburgh is at home on Thursday night. Pittsburgh got to pull that off at home. Got Carolina coming there. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Arizona Cardinals the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Dallas, you got to come on in there. Come on out to the desert and just take that game away from the Cardinals. They're they, they not ready. They're not ready. Uh, Detroit. Uh, oh, well, wait a second. Mm, that, 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 can't, that can't be right there. there there's got to be a mistake right there. Uh, let me see. Oh, there's no mistake there. Let me talk about that game. Baltimore and Cleveland. Yeah, I like that game. I like that. That's going to be a – listen, I don't care what you say. When the old Browns get together with the new Browns, that's a football game. So Ray Ray going to have to go into Cleveland. He going to get it done. But that's going to be a football game. Um, Minnesota is going into Philadelphia. You know, Brad Children's going to go back, I think, for the first time and play against his old buddy there, Andy Reid. Um, again, Mike ain't having it. Mike going to do a good good job there. You know, a real good game. Well, I don't know if it's going to be a real good game. But of all the games, if I want to say, you know, that would be the best games that are out there. Let me see. The best game is probably going to have to be. I'm going to say that the best game is going to be the Jets and the Bears. The Jets and the Bears is going to be the best game out there. 
And I'm, I'm going to look at the Bears. The Bears, are, even though they've already clinched, uh, I'm, I'm going to give that to the Bears. Uh, the next best game out there probably is going to be Tennessee at Kansas City. And Kansas City, in my opinion, is going to come out with that one. I just like the way Kansas City's playing ball right now. You know, and, uh, and Seattle against Tampa Bay. That, that's a meaningful game. And Tampa Bay disappointed me last week. Seattle, you know, I'm, Pete, you're playing big boy ball now. So Tampa Bay, Seattle's trying to come in there. Tampa Bay, you got to get that victory. You know, and then the game of the week is going to have to be the New Orleans Saints in Atlanta. And, I, you know, i got to go with Atlanta. I mean, Drew Brees, uh, you know, they went up against Ray Ray and they didn't get it done. And, and I think this could be the knockout punch. I think Atlanta could take the win out of their sails. And so I'm looking forward to Atlanta doing that, you know, and, um, you know, kind of spoiling things for the Saints. Uh, I don't want them, you know, because, you know, I want to get a shout out. And, you know, I got frat down there. Uh, and, uh, of course, we want Malcolm to enjoy his Christmas. But at the same time, I'm not sure. I think Atlanta might be spoiling in a spoiling mood. But anyway, hey, man, they said they couldn't find any Christmas music. So I'm not going to sing because I can't sing. But we got some Al Green, just in case y'all thought we couldn't keep it real. We're going to keep it real because it's going to be love and happiness. Beanie Wells, don't get them grits thrown on you. You can keep eating them. But uh, make it happen on the football field, too. Man, it's been great. Man, another Christmas. I'm so happy. Love and happiness. You listen to Rail and Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And I'll see you next time. Which will be the best time. You really feel good about somebody. There's nothing wrong. Being in love with someone. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.